0: This podcast is proudly part of the Kaiju Ramen Podcast Network. If you'd like to check out more Kaiju and tokusatsu goodness, go to kaijuramenmedia.com. Him? Shin! Standing by. <laughs> <laughs> Complete.
1: Greetings, heroes of the internet. I'm Nathan. And I'm Michael.
0: And
2: I'm Danny.
1: And we are The Henshin Men, a podcast that celebrates Japanese superheroes and their high flying and high kicking adventures. On today's episode, we're going to be talking all about Ultraman Day. Yes, because this was your idea because I didn't want the heroes of the internet to go a third week without a new episode.
0: Well, I have not recorded a podcast in so long. I decided Oh, uh, it was so long you mean 2 days. In 2 I have not recorded a podcast <laughs> in about 48 hours, actually 50 hours if you're really being technical. And decided, yeah, why why the hell not? We're just going to hop behind the mic and talk about everything that happened on Ultraman Day.
1: Well, it was. It's more like the Ultraman sort of Fortnite because they did. This was crazy. Ultram was it? Was this an Ultraman connection thing? Danny, remind me. the The ten days of Ultraman.
2: Well, yes, that was Ultraman connection. It was. It was in a lot of other places as well.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, I love how Ultraman. Ultraman Day, like a lot of other things, just keeps expanding. Eventually, it's just going to take over July. I'm really
2: (laughs) actually looking forward to how, uh, you know, how you go into a Hobby Lobby in June and they've got Christmas stuff out. I'm looking forward to the day when Ultraman Day is so awesome and so big that you can start live streaming Ultraman Day content in like March. Yeah. There you You go. Leading up to that.
0: Nathan, you forgot one thing. What's that? Isn't this the first time that Danny has been on the Henshin Man podcast? This
1: is the first time Danny's been on Henshin I have been wanting to get Danny on Henshin Man for a hot minute, so I'm glad to finally have you on. At some point, I need to have you on for something other than a bunch of news. But
2: <laughs> hey, I'm happy to be here for the news, especially when it's Ultraman news. So yeah, thank you for including me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, this is yeah, gonna be yeah. this is gonna be a fun time by breaking down all this really yeah. really cool news.
0: Do you want to take a minute and tell the uh about i almost said listeners with attitude <laughs> There's probably that's our crossover. other podcast to, to tell to tell the heroes of the internet a little bit about yourself if they are not familiar
1: yeah absolutely uh how Fernie... do you not know who danny Demana is
0: <laughs> there are probably some out there nathan hush
2: now there are probably plenty but for folks who haven't seen my name floating around on the uh Kaijui side of the interweber nets my name is daniel DeManna and i am the author and creator of the godzilla novelization project which is uh four and a half years in and it uh, was then and remains now a ongoing and ongoing project a creative project to create as the name would suggest full length free english language novelizations of all the japanese godzilla films which are being shared one chapter at a time again for free so i don't don't get sued uh, online for free where people can read them that's one thing i do i'm i actually i do kind of a lot of cool stuff in the in the kaiju community i i I do writing i do academic writing for kaiju ramen media and kaiju ramen magazine which i've heard is pretty cool i actually don't read it i don't really care but uh no i'm just kidding kaiju ramen i don't i don't read it either no no no, you have nothing to make it None of us do. We don't have anything to do with no, it. No, nothing. Kaiju Ramen is awesome. I've been lucky enough to edit for it, write for it, do all kinds of cool stuff. And so that's something on my my, the, my Kaiju resume I've been on. Honestly, Henshinmen is one of the only Kaiju podcasts off the top of my head that I haven't been on yet. There's a handful I haven't been on yet, probably... I don't know how many other ones, but uh, uh, this is one. Oh, you haven't been on
1: Power Trip yet. I have
2: not been on Power Trip yet, but I have been listening to it. As you guys know, I am a huge fan of the Power Trip. I'm learning a lot about uh, Power Rangers stuff that I just didn't, I just didn't see when I was younger. So, well, I'm well, kind of well Danny,
0: I have a good question for you. You know, I know this is the and Men Show, but I have to ask: What have you enjoyed the most about the Power Trip, the flagship show of the Kaiju rama Media Network? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Honestly, and this is a purely s- selfish answer, is because I don't have that much active Power Rangers knowledge. I've seen far more Sentai than I've seen Power Rangers. It's just the, it's the fact that I'm learning so much. A lot of this is very new to me. It's a uh, it's a new topic that I've been meaning to dive into for years, and you guys have been providing an excellent way for cuz you guys have crafted that show so well that people who are super into Rangers and super, you know, people who aren't, not that they're not into Rangers, but they're neophytes. I'm a Rangers neophyte, hardcore. And, like, pe- people from Bio across Rangers
1: that. Bio-Rangers neophytes!
2: Bio-Rangers neophytes! That's me. Um, <laughs> and th- the fact that both of those groups of people can come into your show and enjoy it and learn something speaks to the kind of real power, no pun intended... Thank you. I was waiting that your show has because it's academic. It's it's very very scholarly, and I love that stuff. It talks about you know surface level stuff and stuff you have to dig for. It's just a fun show. It's just a fun show.
1: So what you're saying, Danny, is you're coming on for season two when we talk about Sentai.
2: If you if you guys would <laughs> like listen, I'm gonna lock it in right now while we're recording. When you guys get to Die Ranger, give me a call. I all right, I, Michael. Ooh.
1: I love me some Die Ranger. Is it? Conf- do we confirm it? Is it confirmed? Do you, uh, you concur? It is. It I, is uh, it, this must be unanimous. Let him talk.
0: I can neither
1: confirm nor deny
0: okay. that there will be a season two. We've uh,
1: already said there's going to be a season two on the show. Yeah, but things
0: can change. <laughs> like things can change, Marchand. Maybe my passion for Power Rangers dies. Maybe or I maybe kill, you die. Maybe I die. Maybe I kill my co-host. It just it. Just, there, <laughs> there's know,
1: a lot of, one there's of those a, things. If you, uh, if I'm uh, just warning you, warning you. Two words: obnoxious poltergeist. Or was that your nickname obnoxious? in high school? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, so we're here to talk about some Ultraman, not other Toku heroes, because it was Ultraman Day. This past week. And I, you know, in retrospect, I'm glad you suggested this, Michael, because it seems like it would be a disservice if Henshin Men went by and there wasn't some sort of acknowledgement of it. Because good Lord, it is a good time to be an Ultraman fan. Especially outside of Japan right now, because. I feel like Ultraman is really starting to—it's gaining some mainstream traction. I feel like at this point, it is. It's—it's
0: it's just a shame that you know Travis is sick and he can't be with us. But I know he likes Ultraman as much as we do.
1: Oh, but, so much. Yeah.
0: Well, that's true. Uh, Ultraman is his favorite franchise. Not common writer. Not common Super Sentai. Yep. No, that's com- a, a common, com- common, mistake. It's a common, com- common mistake. That is a yeah. common mis- That is a common misconception with Travis. Mm-hmm. Ultraman mm-hmm. is actually his favorite Henshin Hero show mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. of all time. He's he's on record of saying so, at least in private to me, that I will repeat here on mm-hmm. the air.
1: Mm-hmm. I am totally keeping this. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually, yes the, listeners are, the listeners are totally buying it. Keep going. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. I, I'm I'm just mm-hmm. talking myself in circles as I as I normally do, sounding eloquent and educated along the way. Yes, yes. quite. Yes, quite. Um, <laughs> yes, quite. Yes. yes, quite but uh but that but I I'm I'm not done. I'm not done, March jeez hmm mr. i was going Interrupti to interrupty pants yeah mr no, inter, inter, interrupt,
1: interruptus maximus
0: interruptus maximus thank you for stealing my line <laughs> you were I stealing
1: it for me first
0: wanted to ask i wanted to ask the both of you because it has been what it's been three years since mill creek announced that they were you know venturing yes. off into is it been three years or two years yeah Somebody, it was right
1: I, it was 2019 it was right before i launched the film vault and it was before; it was right before COVID because I was watching Ultra Seven in okay. quarantine. <laughs>
0: well, well, I, I have a very serious question to ask. Like back in twenty nineteen, when we got the news that Mill Creek was going to do all of this stuff for Ultraman, did we realize or did we anticipate how big and how important it was going to be to all of us? Danny, I'll start with you. You are the guest. Oh man! See, when they announced, because the announcement that came was
2: that they had acquired. And I think the exact verbiage via Sci-Fi Japan who broke the news was, quote, almost the entire catalog. Yeah. That was an overwhelming sentence to read, uh, especially for someone. I mean, I've been watching Ultraman since I was a teenager and my first exposure to getting them, like, actually owning them physically was getting the really not great Mill Creek DVD re-releases of the excellent BCI Eclipse sets of the original series. I probably started watching Ultraman for the first time around, uh, I don't know, 2009 or 10. Yeah, the fact that for all that time and before that, the only little bits of Ultraman we'd gotten on physical media outside Japan was the the Tiga sets from uh <laughs> from Funimation Fox, from Funimation and you know a couple of like the the Ultraman anime uh, TV movie or not TV movie but the direct to video edit of the original. It's the it's the nineteen mm-hmm. seventies. The, the Ultraman mm-hmm. show and
1: yeah. uh, who was it? The great, the great,
2: and powered got some VHS releases, stuff like that. Yeah,
1: there was a company that put out battle and a uh, battle for hyperspace, and yes, that was Ultraman uh, Dyna and, and Ultraman Gaia. I yeah, did that. and then
2: th- there was a VHS release of the adventure begin, stuff like that, but. Out th- that was pretty much it, and then eventually Shot Factory released Ultra Seven and Ultra Q, but those sets were uh, acquired through unfortunately Chiyo-y means. <laughs> we we don't, I don't. I know we don't talk about them.
1: We don't talk about Chiyo. There
2: it is. It had to happen, but uh, <laughs> the the the, uh, the obligatory reference.
1: <laughs> also, we don't talk about Johnny's. Hey. Oh we yeah, because I did talk about Turbo. Uh-huh. No, no. <laughs> oh
2: man it's i thank you for taking the bait uh i i appreciate that but um yeah, it was what, delicious uh, um <clears throat> i don't want to know anyway moving on when, <laughs> when, when i read this news from sci-fi japan i knew it was going to be like i 50 of me knew that it was going to be big that it was going to be something incredible but the other 50 percent of me almost Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me kind of thing. I almost didn't think... that I thought they were... There was a part of me that was... I don't know if I thought, but I was a little concerned that they would get four or five releases in and then something would happen. The license would expire. The the, the sales wouldn't be strong enough, something. So I... Oh, man. I, I saw it and I knew that if they were able to pull it yeah. off, it would So you, awesome.
1: like me, felt... And a lot of fans really felt this compulsion to just like I must buy everything oh, so they I, will release more yeah, yeah I <laughs> even if I, I don't uh, want it <laughs> no well, I so, the thing is I I, w- I, I always
0: I, I well I wanted it all too I don't I'm way behind on my physical releases about mid through I think it was mid last year or yeah I was like mid through last year I, I became hyper focused on buying all like Sentai and Power Ranger stuff before mm-hmm. it left uh, all the physical media I should say
1: yeah, which I think we all just kind of did panic purchases. We and, did, and, and see that's, th- and that's because because they haven't gone out of print. They, they ha- were just in short supply for a while, right? Because of and the it power was really sc- and it
0: was really scary. Now, I was very much tempted to do the same with Ultraman because at the time when all this was getting released, Travis and I on Kaiju Weekly, the actual flagship show of the <laughs> Kaiju Ramen Media Network, we were going through the original Ultraman show together the night from 1966 and I started panic purchasing all of these Mill Creek releases because you know Ultraman was not that popular of a franchise at least at the time in the United States so I thought okay so they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna go on sale for a little while then they're gonna be extremely hard to get later on no that's not the case which is you can still find the original Ultraman show released yep. in 2019 for pretty reasonably but like, for pretty, pretty close to yeah. retail less than it less than it was when it less than retail. yeah less than yeah it, it's it retailed for like 27 bucks i yeah. think you can find it now for like 12 sometimes yeah <laughs>
1: it's yeah, it's yeah it, it depends on depend, depends on which version that you want although i'm wondering if the i'm wondering if the price came down a little bit because the digital copy is not all and not as valuable anymore i don't know I don't know. They've mo- basically moved from what was it? Movie? What was movie, it? Spree. movie spree? Movie spree? They yeah. moved from Movie Spree and just said, "Hey, Shout, you can have the streaming rights, yeah. and Mill Creek gets the physical media rights," which it, is just weird. yeah. It's, it's
2: Tubi's got a bunch of them. Um, they're 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 available. Well, no, to but Tubi everywhere.
1: gets it from Shout Factory TV. Yes, right.
2: they they're operating on the same license. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Tubi in a lot of ways is basically an aggregate site. It just it gets a bunch of stuff from other places. Yeah, it doesn't affect me. It's I like the poor <laughs> man's Amazon and Amazon Prime in that yeah. right.
0: So I was buying honestly when I first started buying Ultraman shows, I was buying both the regular Blu-ray to watch, and the steelbook to keep. Now that quickly became not the case because you know of money <laughs> things, little things like money, expensive stuff, blah blah yeah. blah, blah blah. You know that old. So
1: bugaboo. I made the decision to stick with the ones with the mural spine that's the the ones
0: i stuck that's the ones i stuck with too and i have all of the the, books i i have all of i well here's the thing i didn't like the steel books because they didn't come in their own individual trays yeah that's that's irritating they (laughs) stacked they stacked the discs on top of each other and that was really irritating to me and so i I
1: have I, i have other sets that are like that it's a pain in the neck i'm always afraid i'm gonna snap a disc in half
0: yeah, I, I stopped buying the the steelbooks because of it. The steelbooks are nice. They're they're really they're they're nice, but I'm like, Nathan, I should have I really wanted the mural because I have all of the I have all of the Showa era that they released to begin with. I I've been really sporadic on the new generation heroes or the Hey era stuff, so I need to catch yeah. up.
1: Mill Creek, I think, owns my wallet. I may have bought or pre ordered everything.
2: Right. <laughs> I've see my thing is I have I, I've seen releases physical releases of uh tokusatsu kaiju films uh, hit shelves and then almost immediately after that go out of print so i years ago i stopped messing around yeah, i uh i, I
1: i've learned that as both a tokusatsu fan and an anime fan you never oh, take yeah. physical releases for granted they when will, it's either one of those they because they may not over. be around when you decide oh you know what i'll buy that now yeah well, yep. you know
0: when in about 10 years when the deal with mill creek dries up i mean these are going to be incredibly hard to find
2: yeah but hopefully Uh, by then they'll have just flooded the market with so many copies right
0: right now they're 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 commodities right now they're you you can walk in i can walk into my local walmart which is crazy to me yeah walk into my local walmart and find find ultraman Ultraman. on the the shelf i can walk into my local best buy and find ultraman on the shelf i can walk into my local mom and pop video store like i do sometimes because they are still around um, I'm jealous of that. You, that's awesome. Yeah, lucky you. Down. You still have some. And yeah. and they sell new and old DVDs, and they have a really robust anime section. So they actually do. They don't have everything, obviously, but they have a lot of the Showa era stuff. They have a few of the movies, like, and they have a few of the movies, and that's it. But you can. It's really weird to me as an American fan walking into a store and getting Ultraman, a show that. Honestly, I didn't even get into until about three years ago.
2: It's surreal. It's surreal. And you know what's even more surreal? And this will lead into the next part of the conversation is the fact that not only can you walk into Walmart and buy the original Ultraman, if you turn a couple of aisles down from the DVD Blu-ray section, you can buy a Mego action figure of Ultraman.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. That's... And Ultra 7. And, and Ultra 7 and Tiga. And on a lucky day, you can get Tiga. Yes. Mego Tiga. Migo is the hardest one to find. Yes. Migo Tiga too. You go Tiga. Migo Tiga. But yes. Everyone Tiga. You get Everybody a Tiga. Everybody Tiga. You get a Tiga. You, everyone gets a Tiga. Anyway, Look under your seats. Well, it's, but it's a funny that we start this conversation off talking about Mill Creek and mentioning anime in tandem with that because that's actually a couple of the news items that we have to talk about. So really quick, because it inspired a myriad of memes, <laughs> Ultraman... For the first time, had a presence at Anime Expo, which is like the San Diego Comic Con of anime, and it, you know there was this hilarious image where they had someone come out in a kaiju suit and a guy came out in a Ultraman suit, and I don't know how they did this, but the they caught a they got a picture of the two actors and the Ultraman was drop kicking the kaiju. And someone just posted it. I think it was actually Ultraman Connection just posted it up and said meme it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Marchand.
0: I, I have to. I have to ask this because you kind of screwed this up earlier. Do you remember what the kaiju was that Ultraman was dropping? <laughs> Benular.
1: Game? There Thank we you. go.
0: There we go. He did it. I'm so he proud of did him. it. So proud. So, We're so proud of you. There's Barcher. a lot
1: of ultra kaiju guys. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, but only but
2: one my... of them is Benular.
0: But only that yeah. Was, what that all... was he. That is, yeah, that's one that doesn't get reused a lot. Yeah, but when it does, it's always... Weird.
2: Yeah, it's it's interesting because Bemular has a significance in Ultraman. If you've seen the show... he's the first Ultra... Ki- he's, he's well, the first. he's
1: the first Kaiju in Ultraman. Well, he's the
2: first Kaiju that Ultraman fights, ever. Mm-hmm. And when he pops up, it's rare. He didn't pop up a lot. There were very few appearances for him between, get this, 1966 and 2009 when he appeared at the very beginning of the, the the best, I don't care what anyone says, the best Ultraman movie, which is Mega Monster Battle, Ultra Galaxy Legends, the movie, long AKA title. AKA
1: Ultra Word Salad. Ultra
2: Word Salad. I, th- there are other great ones too. I'm just being facetious, but that's my favorite Ultraman movie. And the fact that Mebius fights Bemular at the very beginning is an homage to the original series. That, mm-hmm. that He's the first monster. He's also the first monster to appear in the anime you know it's a very different version but he said you know you can call well, if me you, bemular.
0: Yes. If, if you yeah, yeah well say, and
1: that's there's a whole history behind that i was yeah, gonna you say really dep- go depending well, on what was, but that was exciting depending on what yeah. type of
0: lore you subscribe to you bemular could also be the first ultra according to the anime at least
1: yeah yeah so yes very exciting ultraman at anime expo hopefully like i said that's another step toward ultraman gaining and not just Ultraman but just Tokusatsu in general being able to gain at least similar levels of mainstream notoriety as anime we can only hope right yeah and there's something
2: really cool about them doing them doing the live show I'm actually this is one of the my favorite things I've ever done I actually went to It's a long story. I won't get into the whole thing. But I have seen a live Ultraman stage show. I saw it in Japan in 2016 for the 50th anniversary of the series. And there is something about seeing those suits in action in person. And there was a moment in the show where all the Ultras came out off of the stage and stood in the audience with everyone, and I was right up next to one of them.
1: And, oh, uh, there's something do you remember which one? I honestly
2: do not remember which one. I want to say it might have been Gaia, one of the forms of Gaia. I don't recall, but it was a lot of them, because it was the 50th anniversary celebration for the character. So all of the Ultras came out to this thing. I got my picture taken with, with Tiga, which is pretty cool. Or uh, No, oh, I, I, got Mebius. 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 Mebius, I got my picture with yeah. Mebius. Mebius, yeah. He's your boy. He's my boy. And there's something about that because one of the reasons Superaya created the character like that is because he wanted to create a tangible role model because you can put a guy in an Ultraman suit and then that guy that guy can go shake people's hands he can pick up kids and and you know give kids fist, fist bumps you know that is a physical real character that looks just the same in real life as it does in the show or the movies and it can leave the screen and Ultraman can be right in front of a little kid and make their day and Mm -hmm. that's something that to me for the longest time was so cool that it and this is going to sound weird but i think you'll know what i mean it was so cool and unique that it could only be japanese and the fact that it's happening outside of japan in the united states is really special and i want to see more of it
1: yeah so also just a couple one more quick one this past weekend as for ultraman day there were streams on ultraman connection and tokushaotsu including this this one, Ultraman Rising, that had a bunch of announcements and such in it. And you know, so they were doing that in tandem. And Ultra, I've joined Ultraman Connection. It's a cool little site. I recommend if you guys haven't that you do join. It's a fun place. It's one of the few fun places left on the internet.
2: <laughs> yeah, those, those are getting rare, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes
1: quite. yes, quite. Anyway, and then since we started this episode talking about this, of course, instead of giving us another exclusive Ultraman dub set like they've been doing the last couple of years. Yeah. Mill Creek announced a couple more titles that are coming out later this year, and they put their entire Ultraman stock on 50% off sale, which was nuts. (laughs) But more important than that, we I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Danny, but I think with this announcement... By the end of this year, we will have the first big wave of Mill Creek Ultra releases completed.
2: Yes, the two titles that were announced. Once they are released, and I don't, I they're saying this year, but they just pushed uh, Ultraman Kids and Cosmos back by a few months. So it'll be a lot of cramming to do to get these other two shows out. But if they do November and December, and they're able to pull it off by the end of the year, this will officially exhaust their initial deal mm-hmm. that they made with. Super yeah. Raya. So they will have yeah, t- all the yeah. shows that they when. remember when I said almost everything. That's what that means. They ha- yeah. by the end of this year, everything that they made a deal for will have a physical release in three years. That is bonkers. If they yes, can pull yes, it off, it is. it's crazy cool.
1: Yeah. So it'll be Ultraman Nexus with its accompanying movie, The Next, which I honestly think won't be too hard to release because that's already the show, not the movie, but the show's already been subtitled officially. It was on yes. Crunchyroll.
2: Yes, and we all know that Mill Creek does not like to redo subtitles if they can yeah, af- they can yeah. avoid it.
1: So they'll, yeah, we know because oh boy Gridman. Uh, mm. <laughs> oh.
2: I'm just happy it's out. I never, I didn't really care about the subs being wonky. I'm just happy it's on disc. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, but to anyway, play. so the so I'm guessing that'll be relatively easy. The other, but the other one, they'll have to subtitle the movie, and I am. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited for Ultraman The Next because that thing is amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You say, and I understand why you know, Mega Monster Battles, your favorite Ultra movie. I think at the moment the next might be mine. <laughs> the next
2: is, oh, I love that film. It is so good. It well, is let's so just good.
1: say I have it slated for the film vault. Good. It deserves a spot there. It it deserves a slot. But anyway, and then the other one, which I know is a particular favorite of yours is Ultraman Max.
2: Max, Max, Max. Dun, dun, dun,
1: dun, dun. Oh. Which I've only I've only seen one episode of Max, but I was shocked how good it was. Max is my
2: outside of the original series, which is always going to be kind of like, you know, what's your favorite Kaiju and don't say Godzilla, it's the same thing. What's your favorite Ultra series? Don't say the original. It it probably would have to go uh it's hard to do cuz I love so many of them, but I it's going to have to go to Max because Ultraman Max is so I just adore it. I will gush if I don't stop talking now. But when Max comes out, everybody, especially if you love the the, the Showa stuff, if you love stuff like Tiga and the original and Ultra Seven, you know, it, oh man, it's got a lot of the cast members. It has an Ultra Q reunion. It's it, it has the distinction mm-hmm. of being one of the the only piece of Ultra media to ever make me blubber like a baby.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it and the it had an episode directed by Shusuke Koniko.
2: Yes, yes, uh, it had a couple of Takashi Mike episodes too, and Akio mm-hmm. Jisoji came back, the guy who directed all of the greatest avant-garde Ultraman and Ultra Seven episodes. You know, like my home is Earth. Did he do Return of Ultraman as well? He uh, he did. A, I think he did a couple in there, and he also did Ultra Q the movie. But he he does a couple of episodes. In Ultraman max that will melt your brain. Uh, the butterfly dream. I'm still not over that. And I saw it. I don't know how many years ago that broke my brain.
1: I loved it. Now you would know this, Danny. I've heard that there was some, I think it was like some rights issues or whatever with, with one or two of the max episodes. Is that going to be an issue? with this release. Don't, I don't
2: think so. I think that
1: the rights issues affected Kaneko's
2: episode, right? I don't know. Yeah, cause
1: cause it was cause what, cause he actually showed non-subaraia kaiju in it? Is sh- that well, what the, it is? The
2: first shot no, of the, the toys. The first shot of the episode is the GMK Godzilla, cause get it, and Gamera 3 Gamera, cause get it, fighting each other uh-huh. on fighting each other on a beach controlled by children. And one child says Godzilla's stronger. No, Gamera is stronger, and they have a little fight, and then an actual kaiju shows up and kicks off the events of The episode Ayaka Fujitani's in that episode, so it's like a it's like a Kaneko explosion of awesomeness. Oh my gosh! uh, Yeah, uh, some of the airings of that episode, and don't quote me on this, but I feel like at one point maybe one of the digital releases somewhere out there in the world cut that beginning out. So, oh man, I mean, I don't know. uh After, and I I hate to hashtag trigger you, Nate, but after the Tiga set. Uh, messed with the oh. theme song I don't know how much they're gonna be yeah. uh, like honoring that those, release yeah. that
1: release was weird because the original theme song is in two random episodes yes
2: I was there the day that you decided enough is enough. It's time for a line to be drawn in the sand, and you and you went through the, the no father, the, the entire like however many ep- I think you went through the whole series and watched the openings of all of them, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. And, oh, uh, my, I
1: have to know which ones. <laughs> How many episodes did it slip through? And it was only two. You said it was two. I haven't
2: seen all of those. Those. Uh, yeah, I think, and it's really
1: yet. early too. I think it's on that's disc crazy. one. I think it's like I think it's like episodes three and four. Yeah, I want to say. I think that's right. That but, it slipped through. But either but way, then, I yeah. I, I then hope. I hope. That but they then, don't hilariously, visit. Superior Eight Ultra Brothers yep. comes out. And I'm like, how did you get away with this? And I love your theory, which is that. Tsuburaya just slipped it to Mill Creek and said, don't tell Johnny. Anyway, that, <laughs> that
2: is my that is my working headcanon is that they said, just just take it, just, shh. just don't say anything. Just just release it. Just release it. I do not know. I do not know this, the details. And honestly, I don't know what they're going to do about the Godzilla Gamera thing. I'd like to think that whatever kerfuffle was going on with that is over and done with. I don't know. But it would be a real shame if Kaneko's episode was edited for this release. We're going to have to wait and see. Either way, I mean, I've, I can just, you know, if I really want to see that scene, I can just watch the bootleg copy of that episode that I have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that I don't have, because I don't have, why would I have that?
1: Yeah, yeah, you no. you throw those all away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have <laughs> replaced a lot of bootlegs since Milk Creek yeah, started yeah, releasing the have, have, have. So, but here's what, this is really exciting, like I said, but I'm going to be very curious, now that, since we're coming to the end of this first wave, and there's a couple of, gaps that need to be filled. And then the but you know and then the other big thing is are we going to get the new stuff? Are we going to get Taiga and Z and Trigger? And you know and then like I said there's a few gaps. The Tiga movie didn't get released. You have towards the future, the Australian show Ultraman the ultimate hero, which was made in America. The adventure begins, the Hanna-Barbera animated movie. Could we see those come in a second wave? I don't know. I would like to see that i am gonna say it's almost it okay so
2: i think it's i don't want to make assumptions but i think it's pretty safe to say that i mean there might be a slight gap between releases but i think it's safe to say milk creek has had a um <clears throat> a resounding success uh releasing huh. these
1: yeah i mean they've there were some missteps along the oh, way oh yeah i, I mean, wouldn't be surprised if some of these got re-released as blu-rays or they put out you know they finished putting out the dubs because they haven't put out the dubs. I
2: would love to see all of the rest of the original so I don't I mean I my wish list is all of it. I don't have any like huge specifics, but uh, I would be shocked if their next round of licenses did not include Tyga, Z all the newer stuff that's come out since
1: Z they need to release. Z. Oh, that'll happen. Been Very popular. Uh, that,
2: honestly, I think they'll probably do that. They might do that before they do Taiga because Z was hugely popular. I also heard a rumor. Don't quote me on this, that the legal shenanigans surrounding toward the future and powered may have been resolved. I don't know. I don't, I do not recall where I said that, and I will not be the originator of an untrue rumor. So please yeah. take this with a grain of salt, but I heard it somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if it's true. Oh, my gosh. And then there's stuff like Ultra Q, the movie, which is in in rights limbo. That'll probably be stuck there. And
1: Ultra Q, Dark Fantasy.
2: Ultra Q, Dark Fantasy. I would love to see get a release, but that's in rights limbo because of one of... I think because of one of the station that they aired it on has partial rights to it. It's it's
1: ridiculously complicated. Basically, what this shows is that, unlike, say, Toei... Subaraias Tokusatsu to Santa Claus. It's, <laughs> the ink wasn't even dry on the you know on the legal action, the legal document with Chayo, and they're like, is it done? Hey everybody, you get everything. Everything. We love you. Have it all. <laughs> <laughs> please. Please have it all.
2: But uh, I gosh. I'd love to see those rights issues get resolved. I would love to see some of the more unusual stuff get released. I'd love to see them go back and do stuff like Ultra Fight from the late 60s. Uh, that would be an interesting yeah. one. I'd love to see them branch outside of Ultraman like they did with Gridman and give us uh, DVD sets of Mirror Man. Mirror Man, Mirror Man. yes. I, Mirror Man. I want to see. They me- aired,
1: uh, Mirror Man subtitled. yep they, it's, it's been was playing it on YouTube. Yep. Yep, they should absolutely do it
2: for purely selfish reasons. I'd love to see them do the dinosaur trilogy, like Born Free and Eisenborg and Poseidon. Uh, I want I'm a, Attack
1: of the Super Monster. I'm ridiculously. I I am. Lord I love,
2: Tyrannus! I love Eisenborg so much. Uh, I, I'd love to see that come out. Just kind of branch out a little bit. I'd like to see them do stuff like that. I'd like to see some of the animated stuff that was you know in, interspersed throughout the series. You know, what would be really fun and this is pertinent to this podcast, the short film Ultraman versus Kamen Rider.
1: Uh, yeah, which is I've seen on YouTube yes. and that was that was interesting. I think that's the only official crossover they've had. That's it, that's the only one, as far as I know. Because what's interesting about Ultraman and Kamen Rider is that their anniversaries, and actually I think it's Super Sentai their anniversaries are all five years apart. Because Ultraman yeah. was 66, Kamen Rider was 71, and I think, could be wrong, I'm sure all the Toku nerds will write in and tell me how wrong I am. I think Super Sentai was 76. Yeah, it was 76. It was 76. So they're all five years apart from each other. So they always celebrate big anniversaries the same year. Which gets expensive, frankly. Yes, it does. (laughs) Anyway, we
2: could rattle on and on about our wish list. Yeah, we
1: could. We could. We could. So uh, since we're talking about the actual media, I'll uh, I'll get onto those here really quick. So the, and I didn't know about this until I was looking it up before we started recording, but the first season of the Netflix Ultraman series, you know, the good season, (laughs) is apparently getting condensed into a movie and released theatrically in the United States. Like to see how they're going to. Turned 13 episodes into a two-hour movie, but okay.
0: I have faith that they can do it.
1: I mean, it's a long tradition in both Tsukasatsu and anime. It's been done many times. So I have little doubt that I think it's production IG. They know what they're doing. They can do it. Might be a little weird, but, you know, they can do it. I have no idea when the when the release date is on that, but I'm sure that will be forthcoming news.
0: Yes, quite. Yes, quite. Yes, quite. Yes, quite.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing on that front, speaking of Netflix and Ultraman, now this is not new news, but we got a little bit of an update. Netflix is making an animated Ultraman movie. Yes, they are. They announced it uh, a while ago. Yeah, but if the details, the initial details we got are still true, this is going to be an unusual Ultraman movie and story I think it's isn't it being made by an American studio yes yes being made by an American studio it's being written and directed by I can't remember the woman's name and it's sound from what I remember of the story I think it's actually going to be about Ultraman babysitting a baby kaiju that's how I that's how I remember it
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm good listen I'm gonna see it there has been on again off again talk about some kind of American produced Ultraman project forever. If you're, uh, if you're, you know, if you've been into this stuff for a while, you'll, you'll know uh, that there were jokes going around that they were going to do one with Will Smith, <laughs> which is funny. Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> Just because Will Smith said he liked Ultraman. He likes Ultraman. So they're like,
2: do it. And then it it eventually spun into a rumor that people started believing that they had actually announced this, which no, no, they, they didn't, but it's been a hot minute since somebody outside Japan has tried to do Ultraman officially. I have to throw that on there because go, there's been so many weird Ultraman ripoffs from China because they thought they could just do it. So if you want to see weird animated Ultra stuff, there's a lot of weird stuff in China. But I'm talking official. I'm talking uh, Toward the Future, Ultimate Hero, Adventure Begins, stuff like that. It's been, it's been a minute since that has been attempted and... I'm just thrilled to see what it what what it's going to be. the uh, The piece of promotional art that was released looks wild. It looks mm-hmm. kind of Spider Versey,
1: a little bit. It also reminds me of the art style of Dawn of the Monsters.
2: Actually, yes, a little bit. Yeah. The
1: the new game, the new video game from 13 A.M. That is actually a pretty. And good they have version. an Ultraman pastiche character. They sure do. They sure do. Vegas Prime.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, they have a lot of pastiches in that
2: game. They do. They do. But yeah, I'm yes, excited to do. see where they go with this movie. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be
1: cool. I am. I, I, but you know, that's all we really know about it. They was just saying like, yeah, it's gonna happen. Here's some more promotional art. <laughs> so uh, speaking of other big, you know, um, announcements and especially American-made stuff. Well, both all of us have been following the Ultraman Marvel comic. I will confess, I have been surprised how good it's been. It was announced, I think about a month or two ago, that the the next entry in that particular series was going to be about Ultra 7, which makes sense if you've read the first two runs, which was Rise of Ultraman and Trials of Ultraman. So that should be interesting. But then, for Ultraman Day, they decide to go and surprise us and tell us, Hey, remember how all of you, when we announced the first series, were asking for Ultraman and Spider-Man to meet? Well, we're making it happen. Ultraman is crossing over with the Marvel heroes this is real it's not just cover gimmicks it's real yeah
0: but nothing will ever beat the crossover of Godzilla versus the Power Rangers.
1: I don't know about that. Uh, Ultraman hanging out with Marvel superheroes. I'm just no saying right one, now. No one, I'm just saying right now, if no, if Captain America no and one Ultraman sh- are in the same America. panel together, I might pass no out. No
0: one gives a sh about Captain America.
1: And that's getting bleeped. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I've kind of. I've,
1: color time. You're getting color timed right there. Oh, there it is. Wee,
2: I, wee, wee. I mean, the, the, the jury's out until I sit and read it, but man. Godzilla versus Power Rangers has just been real good so far. It has been—I've been enjoying the heck out of that. So it's going to be interesting. I saw a lot of people panicking when they uh, announced this uh, weird, like, like legitimately upset when they announced this crossover between Marvel superheroes and Ultraman, like uh, for various reasons. I'm not going to get into it here. Uh, a, a friend of mine, I, I remember he he left a comment like, oh my God, I hope, I hope that this is just a cover gimmick and it's not a real book. Please let it not be a real book. And all I'm thinking in my head is just don't read it. If you don't, if this is so offensive to you, I don't know why, but I did see a lot of people that were upset, but you know what, whatever those, those people are entitled to that opinion and they are more than welcome to not read the book when it comes out. Uh, I think all three of us are going to probably pick it up. I am.
0: Yeah, I'm going to pick it I've up. I've already I, pre-ordered. The, <laughs> I haven't pre-ordered. The, nice. I, I have not gotten the issues yet. I pre-ordered the... Uh, the uh, Ultra 7? Yes. the What are they called? Damn, I can't think right now. The books. The trades. When they do the trade paperback. The trade copies. copies. Thank you. The, the trade tra- copies. Trades, the yeah. trade copies.
1: Heck yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'd I like to know who's actually working on it, because if it's still Kyle Higgins Stanley. and... Stan Lee. I'm just, just kidding. Uh, too soon anyway (laughs) Uh, but uh, But kidding but uh, but if it's kyle higgins and the artist that he's been working with on the previous ultraman stuff i think it'll be fine higgins has a proven track record
0: higgins knows what he's doing as far as henshin heroes goes
1: yeah adapting japanese henshin heroes for american markets because he good lord he Wrote the lion's share of Boom Studios' Power Ranger comics, and they and they're have, all
0: fantastic. All, all, of, yeah. all, all of Higgins' stuff. I'm not gonna, min, I'm not gonna go into how I feel about the recent stuff, but all of Higgins' stuff in the late in the last, I'd say like five or like five or so years, especially, has been fantastic.
1: Yeah. So, like I said, I don't remember. You know what? I'm gonna double check just to be safe, but I don't remember them announcing. Who the creative team is? Let me see here. Uh, it does seem like they've announced which heroes are gonna, be, which Marvel heroes are gonna be in it. Yeah, it says Spider Man, Iron Man, Captain Marvel. There's more. Uh, which I I there are hope more there's more. No one gives a really on cover hope that they more. released right. Like there's no one gives a shit about Captain no. Marvel. No. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, you got color timed again. Congratulations. Doo-doo, doo-doo. But the cover, the cover, the cover has Spider Man, Captain Marvel, and Iron Man. And seven, the OG, and Taro, which is an interesting <laughs> choice.
0: We don't talk about Taro. I like Taro. No, no.
1: Yes, yeah. we do. Tar- yes, we Tar- do.
0: Taro is weird. Taro is
1: weird. <laughs> well, it's a fairy tale. The, haven't you figured out by now that the that that once Ultraman hit the seventies, each show got progressively weirder? The
0: Taro is I don't know if it's an acid trip or if it wants to be a fairy tale. It's both. But Taro yes. is weird
1: taro is oh just wait till you get just just try to watch leo leo uh, that show has a lot of red bull in it i'm just, just like saying. you nate i
0: i heard i heard that I, I heard that leo is an acid trip in and of itself
1: it's uh, with a lot of caffeine they just get
2: weirder man i love them all though uh but they are the the weirdness
0: escalates <laughs> You know, you would think that I, you would think that I really, I would love the weirdness because I watched some pretty weird things. I mean, I've seen some of those movies on Tubi, but you know, I watched, be- I watched, I watched Beastmaster the other night.
1: Oh, 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 okay. We're in good hands. We're in good hands. It is, it's Higgins and Matt Groom. We're fine.
0: Oh yeah, we'll be fine. Excellent.
1: We're fine. We're fine. We're fine now. Fine now. Fine now. Yes. How are you? Yes. Yeah, Quiet. Anyway. True yes quite. Anyway, so that's going to be exciting and then we'll get to the the one that I'm sure Michael is most interested in and then we'll talk about probably the biggest thing to happen while this was all going on. So Seismic Toys, who continues to prove that they are yes. an amazing company who makes amazing products, they announced a new figure and teased two more.
0: I feel like seismic toys just come out. Just they just came out of nowhere with these releases. That they they did a bunch of releases for Dawn of the Monsters, and a couple of them. They, yeah. Well, they they've done a handful.
1: They made two monsters and then variants yeah. of each. No, one.
0: they've made three monsters. They have made three monsters. Didn't they?
1: There's only they've only made two no. that are from Dawn of the Monsters. What, what, with variants.
0: What, so the 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 one the Gamma Cannon, the the turtle with the No,
1: that's not from I wish he was in Dawn of the Monsters. He looks perfect for Dawn of the Monsters. Ah, well then he's I not in then Dawn I was the wrong. Monsters.
0: Okay, so I guess they they've made the crab creature and then the one that's supposed to be a yeah, Godzilla. Then they're supposed to be a Godzilla passage. Megadon. Yeah, Megadon. So last year I want, like, I think it was last, no, it was last, it was last year. Yeah, it was last year. They came out with their, with their first release of the Ultraman, of their Ultraman.
1: Vinyl Odyssey.
0: Vinyl Odyssey. Thank you, Nate. I would have got there eventually, but you know, you, you helped me out by interrupting me. Um,
1: (laughs) It's why you keep me around uh, No, I
0: keep you, I keep you around because I feel sorry for you, but, um, (laughs) Uh, no, I, that, 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 that was
1: I could say the same about you, but anyway. That was mean. You guys want I'm me to sorry. leave? Or, uh...
0: But anyway, anyway, they came out last year with their first release of the Ultraman Vinyl Odyssey series, Giros. And if you remember <laughs> us doing. We a, made a video. We made a video. It was the three Giros holes. When we, when we all three <laughs> unboxed our Jirases.
1: No, I unboxed mine while the two of you w- watched and laughed because you were impatient.
0: Oh yeah. There's that, there's that too. Anyway, <laughs> bes- beside the point this year, this year for Ultraman day, they're going to be not releasing not one, not even two. But three figures we have seen. So, well, we've seen two. now annou-
1: uh, they announced three. They, they
0: announced one and teased two. They've announced one, teased two. Right. So the first figure that is fully painted, it is ready. It is available for pre-order right now. And I guarantee you, Danny has already pre-ordered it. Savenger. <laughs> and it's gorgeous.
1: Yes, I have... I think I might – maybe after G-Fest, if there's any left over, I might break down and pre-order one because the, I am not a massive Savenger fan, but that figure is so good. It's gorgeous. <laughs> right. It's
0: very good.
1: It's very yeah, – it's, it's a stylized one. It's red, which is a little different, and it actually is – doing some kind of modern action like collectible action figure thing that it has removable eyes you can swap out the yeah, eyes
0: sad eyes and angry eyes
1: yeah sad eyes and angry eyes and it has more points of articulation than i think any figure that seismic has done they it has Seven 11 points, points of I articulation and i think most of their
2: most of their figures are five or six yeah it's
1: just the yeah five i think points. it's i think it's just yeah no i think it's six it's hips uh shoulders and wrists
0: I, if I'm not mistaken, and not all of them have the wrist. Mis- Megadon has wrist. If I'm not mistaken, Giros was a four point. Has four. Was a four. Point. Yeah. Actually, hang on. Shoulders. I'm gonna go. Gr- while you guys talk amongst yourselves, I'm gonna go grab my Jiros cool. just because I.
2: I'm looking. I wanna look I'm looking at, at mine right now from across the room, and he's definitely got arm and leg articulation. I didn't. I know that, uh, and his tail is. Tail articulation. Oh
1: yeah, the tail. Yeah, but it's mostly there
2: because it's a separate mold piece. Tail articulation is always like I oddly appreciate it in my vinyl figures, but it's also pointless because if it like the if it's a Godzilla, the spines are immediately misaligned. (laughs) And it, now it's all yeah. sideways and weird. I've done it before. I'm very grateful for it, though, because sometimes if you have a bunch of figures all put together on a shelf and you can't see the tails, turning those tails can help get you a little extra uh, wiggle room. And I've done that yeah. with more Shin
0: Godzilla figures than I
2: have, a I, I care to
0: admit.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But it helps that they're where they're stylized, the tails aren't super big. Yeah, this is
2: a nice squat tail on Jiras.
1: Yeah, but what makes this interesting is that Savengers so a mecha. Right, He's not a kaiju. So that probably made it a little bit easier. And his design, I think, does lend itself to, to more points of articulation with the sort of style that Seismic's been doing. But yeah, I might break down and get it because it's so gorgeous. I
0: plan on getting one. I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Danny, have
1: not you? Not yet.
2: Not okay. yet. I'm probably going to go on a payment plan uh, in order to do
1: it. I'm, uh, I'm as currently will I. Because it's $200. Yeah. It's the most expensive one they've done. All those extra points of that, articulation does it. jack the but price up right about now, $70. Right now I bucks. am
2: uh, hoarding money smog-like for G-Fest so <laughs> that I can you know, pay for you know, food and gas and in my hotel and all that stuff. And once I get back from G-Fest, I'll have some extra wiggle room cash-wise. And I fully intend to support the wonderful people at Seismic uh, and get this figure. I would very much...
1: Mm-hmm. Alex Rushdie does Alex a does lot Alex does a lot
2: uh Chris
0: does a lot I mean these guys are superheroes they're just the best I uh, and they're great Oh no they're yeah. they're fantastic and for, a, for and for a toy company that I feel like just came out of nowhere They've been knocking it out of the park They've been knocking it out of the park Yeah and, they have and,
1: and they they make their own stuff and they resell stuff so they're a little bit like right. Toku Toy Town yeah, in that a regard. little
0: yeah yeah you can buy vintage band eyes and so and some Sofubi on their website but their real bread and butter is some of these custom is is these very own figures yeah and yeah, they all look great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second figure that we got to see from the line though it's not fully painted yet but it is a CAD rendering is mm-hmm. they're going to be doing a very stylized Bemular figure. Speaking of Bemular mm-hmm. and it, I, yeah, their Bemular's
1: been working out. Because Old School Bambular is a skinny little goober. (laughs) This one is... He's a big boy. (laughs) He's been doing squats. He looks like a football
2: player. He's even got shoulder pads.
1: He does. He looks like a linebacker. He's got shoulder pads
2: and everything. He's ready to go. Yeah. Michael, what did you think of this render, uh, looking at it? Because I thought it was gorgeous. I'm sure you did, too.
0: (sighs) Okay, so... Danny, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to assume too much on you, Nate, but I'm assuming you won't know what this means on Raku on Saku. Danny, are you familiar with that particular toy line?
2: Yes, but not in great detail. You would probably know Medici. better than I Me-
0: medical. Okay. You, yeah, okay. You're familiar with them. You're you they you're from their lottery mm-hmm. figures. They're very stylized. They have a, they have, I don't want to say chibi esque. They're not very chibi-esque. But they're maybe they're defor-
2: not super deformed. What's no,
0: a... they're not even super deformed. There's a really word not for even it, and I'm de-
2: struggling to think of what it is. Right,
0: they're just, but but they're really chunky. Yeah, they're just they're just really chunky. They're they're kind of on the cuter side. I have I have one figure. I have a Godzilla 2000 that I got from Toy Town. It's beautiful, but this is this Bimular is what reminds me of that. It's it's very stylized. It's very chunky. This is not the the scrawny. Bimular that we're used to seeing in the show. I'm really curious as to how it'll be painted, though. I really, a part of me does not want them to do like a brown paint application. I want them to do something very vibrant Mm. with Bimular. I
2: I tell you what, they, I have a feeling that we're going to see some interesting colors. Uh, Something, so the Jiras figure is, I mean, not only is it the only benchmark that we can use, but it's also the best benchmark because... Jiras has the normal yellow that Jiras has in in the actual episode, but it's a lot more vibrant. There's a lot more yellow. I mean, it's kind of a yellow line going down his chest in the episode, but the Jiras figure from Seismic is just all yellow going down the chest, vibrant yellow on the back, vibrant yellow, uh, translucent yellow, by the way, uh, frill, and then his skin is blue, metallic blue, so there's an echo there of kind of the same idea, the same visual idea as as GRS from the show, but there's something new and interesting going on. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a call right now. I'm not sure what it's going to look like, but I think that this new Bemular is going to have a lot of gold on him. Something tells me that they're going to stick close to kind of the brown, but they're probably going to do something else so I'm gonna say probably some so either some gold or silver they're gonna use gold or silver metallic on it in some way and also it's very possible they might do more than one they might do one that's a little more film accurate and then they might do one that's cast in different uh materials they might do well
0: I'm full I'm, I'm fully expecting them to do this with with the Avenger figure as well right now we're getting mm-hmm. a fully painted silver and red translucent or it's it's silver with red translucent parts I should say I'm, a, I'm fully anticipating them doing, like, a full red version. I'd love it. Or something.
1: I, yeah, which they've done stuff like that Jiros has a variant so, like that.
0: Yeah, Jiros uh, mm-hmm. has the full yellow version. Mm-hmm. Which I do not have. So, but mm-hmm. uh, I have yeah. seen it, and it's gorgeous. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: quite. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: yes,
0: quite. Yes, quite. Well, there's, yeah, there's, yeah. And there's one more, and we can...
1: We, yeah, and this is the one I'm most excited about. No comment.
0: And that, and that's a, they're going to be doing, I'm assuming they're going to be doing a very stylized version of Ultraman 1966, because you can't have. No, it's Tiga. You think it, how do you know it's Tiga?
1: Because I read the article and I'm looking at the render. The
2: whole render? Or is it just his arm? The whole render?
1: Yes, it's Tiga. Uh,
2: Really? Did we miss this?
1: What did we miss? Spill the beans, Marchand. It's in the article. I'll send you the article if you want me to, but it's Tiga. Huh. I I think you're lying. <laughs> Here's the
0: render. We're doing I, it live. I think you're li- I think you're lying, Marchand. I'm
2: uh no, I would not lie to you. This render, like the full thing, cuz we did get the teaser of just his arm and a bit of his chest.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's Tiga. And it's Tiga. It's Tiga. I'll, I hear I'll get so the article funny, for
2: you because here. when I saw it, I thought Why would you do Tiga? I thought that it. Because Tiga's crazy yeah. popular? It, it, it looked like yeah, Tiga to me, I get it. But it, didn't have, a, it, it but... didn't have the chest pattern right. So I... Tiga has a chest plate. Not... A, well, he has a chest plate, but there's also color patterns going down the his side. And to me, it didn't look that, like it. The, the patterns going down his side didn't look like it matched up with the toy. And I just kind of... Well, they, I mean, look at the render. They're already stylizing
1: yeah, but, it. This is a buff, Tiga. Okay, so
2: you're telling me right now... <laughs> Nathan
1: Marchand, that you are looking at a full released image. Uh, it's in the chat. All right, look I'm at the chat. At... The first one I sent you that the Dropbox link. That is the Tiga right, render. I'm looking at it right now. The full Tiga I'm render. Looking at it right now. What
2: in oh. the world? There he is.
0: That is that is that
1: is that is a buff <laughs> he wow. wow! He's been st- apparently Tiga's been hanging out with Ultraman look Power the, to be like, I need those muscles. Look at the look
0: at the packs on Ultraman that Jim Jeez. Bro. Look at him. Good
1: lord! <laughs> the
0: question, do, the question,
2: do you even lift has been answered, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow!
0: Now I now I need this.
2: <laughs> okay. He's been hitting the protein shakes. He's been getting those Godzilla protein shakes.
0: <laughs> I
1: guess. <laughs> Michael is gonna buy this figure and then set it up, r- set it up someplace where he can look at it every day and say, "Gold body, Goal by- right there." Oh there. my Goal gosh, body. I
2: am a little embarrassed that I somehow missed this. I've been keeping up so close. Well, Did, didn't you?
1: Have- I, I don't feel bad because I didn't know until I read the article because I really didn't think it was going to be Ultraman uh, Sixty Six. Are- and then when I when I was like, "Wait, it's Did Tiga." Did I just scroll past it? Like the headline for the article says, teases. Bemular and Tiga like are you kidding
0: me? I, but why would you do that's the thing? It doesn't like I get it. Tiga's crazy popular, but Tiga
1: really I'm down with it. I got no complaints. I'm not asking questions. I'm not asking questions. I just know Seismic come 2023, because Bemular and, and Tiga are slated for 2023. Seismic along with milk Creek is just gonna own my wallet.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah i guess wow i that's a nice surprise i cannot believe i must have scrolled past it how did i scroll huh. past it i don't know i feel bad now but uh, thanks for sharing that because okay i thought all we were gonna have to talk okay. i thought all we were gonna have to talk about was an arm <laughs> a teaser arm <laughs> so that's
0: pretty well, darn just, cool oh
1: my gosh but like if when you look at the uh, the render because this is the same render f- from different angles. If you look at the render all the way to the right, my gosh, that bicep.
2: <laughs> okay, then. That He's going to knock your your land of lights out, is what he's going to do. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, ba- yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. I mean, he's got, wow. Yeah, wow, he curls that arm. He's got bowling balls there. I he mean. doesn't
2: even punch people. <laughs> no, he just footballs. flexes at them and the muscle shoots out and hits the people in the face. He doesn't have to punch <laughs> them anymore. What you gonna do, brother,
0: <laughs> with these eight, with
1: these 24-inch ultra Pythons run wild on you? Perfect. Perfect. I need a I need Ultra Mantiga at Wrestlemania right now. <laughs> what you gonna do, Marchand? <laughs> Bring me
0: Baltan!
2: Yeah. There it is. There it is
0: that is a really as a side as a sidebar i was looking on seismic's website here and there actually is still some of their dawn of the monsters figures still available
1: yes i kind of want all of them because i love that game (laughs) yeah i have
2: i have a megadon that i actually got at g fest in 2019 years oh you got the the red one yeah i got the red one years before the game came out and i i need to get a ganera. i need to get yeah, him next.
1: i want i actually do want to get ganera now after playing the game. i have a funny story about how i got the how i got the red megadon cuz i got the blue one when it came out and i missed my i thought i missed my chance to get the red one but then alex when i just, after i left a random comment on instagram saying hey if you guys ever Release the re- the original red one again. I'll you know in a second wave, if I'll buy it. And then Alex measured me himself and said, "We have one in the back. Do you want it?
2: You Abso- blue f- Yes. <laughs> red <And> color timed. <laughs> there it is. Red Megadon and blue Megadon. I I know it's low hanging. I know it's low hanging fruit. But there's well, a matrix I joke you were saying in there
1: Megadong. But it's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. If, oh. Hey hey if, hey Danny. You, yep. you had a bingo card for me last night during Kim's stream. Do you have one for Michael? You have to scratch off one for when he gets bleeped. <laughs> well, my entire bingo
2: card just says profanity, 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 inappropriate profanity, making fun of Nate profanity, oh. laughing at Nate. Oh, A dirty you joke.
1: Yourself, <laughs> <laughs> oh, color timed. No, but, but the
2: thing is, my bingo card was made in all in good fun. And yours I made <laughs> just for spite. Mate. Like there was, no, there, there was no joy. Well, there. That was okay. All. So, it, okay. <laughs> So to be fair,
0: up. like all of these, all of these releases look phenomenal. I can't wait to get my hands on them. I'm gonna have to hold off and wait until I get paid again to get until I get Sivinger.
1: Oh my gosh. Me too. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Look at that! Like like this. This tiga has got like. Uh, a heck of a dorito shape there my god nate
0: you really gotta stop staring at inappropriate
1: Tiga. advances on that, I, I think i do
0: actually the cyber just out <laughs> of curiosity the the or just as for as an fyi the ragnar the turtle you can buy the silver chrome version on their website still for 200 bucks
1: mm-hmm. okay yeah
0: they are it's pricey well that's uh, these things are works of art well they're uh, honestly that's I don't make very many things like sofubi you buy them for the artwork you don't buy them necessarily for the for the screen accuracy because a lot of sofubi is not screen accurate except for these megadon except for the game figures these are pretty accurate to the game but i'm not i'm just saying that like speaking of like bemular Mm -hmm. Sevenger, and this really enormously buff (laughs) Use the (laughs) tigernator! Use the tigernator! I'm going to get you with my my mighty (laughs) ultra, (laughs) uh, uh, ultra muscles. Yes, yes, quite. Um. <laughs> yes, quite yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, there you go. Scratch that. Anyway, off for me. Schwartz- yep, Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger impression thing. is on anyway, the list. I got two uh, on your that's card. That's why mate. you buy things like
0: <laughs> Sofubi and these and these soft vinyl figures. You you buy them because they are works of art because they because of all the the work that goes into sculpting the sculpting them and all the work that goes into painting them. A lot of these are hand painted. I'm assuming probably airbrushed. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's phenomenal stuff, and I and I'm really excited to see what. I'm really excited to see seismic toys grow and and do some more stuff in the future. I want them to. I want them to give me a proper stylized Godzilla. If they can get the Godzilla license, oh boy!
1: Oh my gosh! Mm. Oh, could uh, you I mean, they've got Jurras. That's almost Godzilla. Yeah, a that's way. it's
0: just Superia though. That's not Toho. Yeah,
1: but it's 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 almost there. Anyway, now to cap things off with something that is a little bit closer to what the show normally talks about. Who here saw the premiere of Ultraman Decker? Ultraman D? He gave us the D, man. Ultraman he, Double D, whatever. He, Double he, the,
0: oh old boy. Tsuburaya gave us the old Ultra D, that's for sure. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, wow. who saw it? There goes
0: the bleep again.
2: I <laughs> actually have not seen it yet. Uh, I have You been,
1: haven't seen the, I have not seen the, it. Decker? I have been,
2: uh, I, at the time of- it, Danny. I know, at the time of this recording, i have been we, you and i both nate we've been doing g fest prep and uh i've had like a crazy weekend after crazy weekend and this this last weekend was was no different it's been a crazy it's just been hard to sit down and, and take time you to do it mate. and i'm probably yeah. going to do it tomorrow i, I can after
1: understand work. i can understand and it's i been, had to carve out the time to and it's do been it. driving both
0: both of you were on the great kaiju kim show last night yeah yeah mm-hmm. that
2: was a lot of fun and I, yeah, I, it's been, yeah, I really need to sit down. It's been driving me nuts because I don't, you I, both I haven't, totally
1: didn't talk too
0: much. No,
2: no, I didn't talk too much at all. But. As is my my prerogative. In life. Danny
1: Demana, the most talkative introvert ever of I all time. I
2: was born a rambling man. Anyway,
1: yeah, uh, I was just saying, watch it before G Fest, so that way you and I could like kind of like hang out in the lobby. Oh, and I'm gonna watch We can it watch it together on YouTube. I'm gonna watch it before G Fest. I will have. I, I mean, it's. 20- what, I mean, the second episode. Watch the second episode.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's 25 minutes out of my life to watch the first one. If I sit down and have an hour after work, I can watch.
1: Two episodes. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Then we'll try not to spoil yeah. it too much for you, but I do want to talk about it a little bit. So Go ahead, Michael. I, mean, I, I know some yeah. of
2: the things that happen in it, so I. Okay. Well,
0: Ultraman Decker dies in the first in the first episode.
2: <laughs> I. But that's one of the things I already knew, so yeah. this this is not a surprise to me. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and the ori- the original Ultraman comes back and then commits Seppuku. Seppuku oh, no. on 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 Ultraman. D.
1: You know, I'm s- that makes no sense because you have uh, seppuku is something that you do to yourself. So unless he like took a uh, to, like took Ultraman Ace's sword and then walked up in front of Ultraman Decker and then stabbed himself <laughs> and Ultraman putting Decker. Putting too much I thought mean... into
2: this, Marchand.
1: <laughs> is it
2: possible, uh, uh, Michael, that you are making this up? Because I'm starting to have
1: some suspicions.
0: It is quite possible <laughs> that I'm making this <laughs> up. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But anyway, so. <laughs> just so just some quick we'll just kind of you know, oh boy, yeah, we'll just, kinda, you know <laughs> just shoot from the hip here with this the this is continuing the trend that super eye has been doing with trigger which i find a little bit odd other than trying to celebrate an anniversary i guess because trigger was basically a remake of tiga and because tiga Dinah, and gaia are considered a trilogy they're continuing these remakes so now Decker. Is a remake of Dinah, and I can already tell you that the similarities to Dinah with Decker I think are even more obvious than Trigger and Tiga. They literally just have the same aliens with the same names fighting mm-hmm. Decker. I did point. see that. I did see yeah, that. It's, it's Sphere. Yeah. You know, and the first monster of the week, which I will admit, it was—I I think it's a new monster. I could be wrong, but it was the Spherosaurus. Cool looking critter. Okay.
0: It yeah. Was a cool looking, it, I will say it's a cool looking critter. That's for it sure. It
1: was. It was. Now, it's hard to judge everything in the first episode of a Japanese show because they tend to just throw you into the middle of everything and then explain things yes. at, in the next episode. So there's a lot that gets thrown at you. It's we're going back to Mars. Get your bat to Mars so <laughs> total recall Gotta that love was it. my yeah that was my joke actually when I when I found that out when I was live tweeting it it was you know Ultraman get your bat to Mars anyway you are not you you are me <laughs> yeah. you will never be me you will never be you yes go ahead. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes yes, but anyway oh, yeah. so there, so there's a lot of similarities there I, the this is a I'm sorry Danny I know this is a bit of a spoiler it's good uh, I'll live. My, uh, Michael, have you seen Ultraman the next? I have not. Okay, because the scene when the the host—I can't remember his name, unfortunately. Oh, what's his name? I know this. When he first smile, bonds, smile. When, he <laughs> first bond, when he first bonds, when he first bonds with the Ultraman, it looks straight out of Ultraman the next.
2: That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'm into that.
1: Yeah, and this ultra is it's not like Trigger where Trigger it was it was hard to tell if Trigger was a separate entity from his host. I think they ended up going with the idea that he's not really. Mm. But it looks like Decker is a sep- is separate from his host.
2: Which is such an interesting trope and in how they alternate back and forth, because some ultras are just in human form and then some take hosts. And uh, it really yeah, is a...
1: Yeah, Like like Leo doesn't have a host. Seven doesn't have a. Seven host. doesn't have a
2: host. Um, I would say most most have hosts. Mosts have hosts.
0: The host with hosts the us most. With the yeah. That's right. Kanata.
1: Haya- Asumi. That is his host.
0: Yeah. Uh, hayata Asumi. Kanata Asumi.
1: Kanata.
2: Kanata. I, I, for some reason, I thought you said Hayata, and I'm like, I'm I, not talking about. I original.
1: no. I cannot
0: think of what you're talking about.
1: Uh, you, you cannot s- assume. <laughs> <Yeah>. You
2: cannot. <laughs> you cannot assume.
1: Yeah. Yes. Quite. We're, we're terrible. <laughs>
0: we
2: are bad. This is bad. This is bad. But I. I can't wait to see it. Uh, I can't wait to see it. Now it's. It, you and you brought this up before. It is very interesting how much of it, and at the same time, it's really not that surprising that they're putting so much focus on the uh, TDG trilogy the Tiga dina gaia trilogy because that is such a onomatopoeia that's right <laughs> <laughs> i am the very model of a modern major general but uh yeah it's very it's cool that they're putting so much focus on it and this whole remake of ultra thing it's kind of been tinkered with before neos is kind of uh, uh, an homage to the original ultraman in a lot of ways the next is its own unique thing That really, it it pays homage here and there, but it really was trying to blaze its own trail and does a very good job of it, I must say. And a lot of the time, the the whole idea of like going in and doing a a remake, there were some ideas of doing that at other points in the series. Ultra Q is really the only thing that's had quote-unquote remakes because it's been adapted... Uh, readapted after the original series four times. It's been adapted as a film. It's been adapted as Ultra-Q Dark Fantasy. It's been uh, yeah. ne- Neo-Ultra-Q. And it even got its own radio show called the mm-hmm. Ultra-Q Club uh, that I'd love yeah. to listen to one day. But yeah, Ultra-Q's gotten the remake treatment, or at least the mythos has been kind of built out. But And we're back to the card gimmick. Back to the cards. With the
1: transformation, de- with the transformation device, because Bandai mandates.
2: That's right. You gotta believe in the heart of the cards, Yug
1: yeah <laughs> oh the creator of Oh yeah, just died god rest his soul
2: i know that was really sad to to see yeah. but anyway yeah, hot yeah at the but cards.
1: anyway so yeah so we got that it was as premiere episodes go it started off pretty strong i thought it established a lot of things it moved pretty briskly i like the characters so far but you know let's be honest you know trigger started off pretty well too and then a lot of people I feel like quit that show because it just wasn't living up to the, the highs that they had with Z. And then there were the weirdos like me who stuck it out and started telling people, actually it gets better as it goes. (laughs) Yeah. So I I
2: have actually, and it's not because I quit it. I, uh, I just, I have not yet finished trigger and I didn't just, I have not disliked it so far. I've been interested. It's been, trigger
0: was garbage. A
2: lot of people have said that. Yeah. A lot of people have said that, which is a weird thing to hear for, uh, Ultraman, especially over the last handful of years where it really feels like a lot of these shows have been rock solid, like Z, rock solid. Uh, Orb. Some people weren't too crazy about Orb, but I thought Orb was pretty darn good. I liked
0: Geed. I, I think I liked Geed more than I liked Orb. Yeah,
2: Geed was interesting, or Geed. I think it's set. It's pronounced Geed, right? It's been a hot I've minute heard it
1: both ways. Geed!
2: Yeah, I think it's Geed. Uh, it's been a hot minute since I've seen Tomato, it. Tomato, but... Jamato. it doesn't Let's matter. Let's call the whole thing off. But uh, yeah, it's... Uh, man, I... I do need to finish it, and this also—it's ultim- on YouTube. It's on, U- it's on, it's on
1: Rise YouTube channel, like free. what they've done before. Yep, yep it'll be available so for two weeks, subtitled. Yep, I'm gonna. Each new episode will premiere on Friday nights. Yeah, and what I find interesting about Decker is—I will say, good lord! I mean, at least Trigger looked different enough from Tiga that you are like, yeah, you see something. Good lord, Decker looks, <laughs> Decker looks pretty. so much like dinah he looks like it's ridiculous yeah except for his chest plate i like what they're doing with the chest plate because it's asymmetry nice asymmetry on that it's uh it's, yeah and his color timer is off to the left it reminds well, it's me al- it's almost more it, like by his shoulder it reminds than it me is of in the a, center of his chest of
2: ultra have you ever seen the Ultraman nice commercials from the early 2000s <laughs> oh happened? my gosh after we're done recording get on youtube and Ultraman nice look these up uh, yeah. Nice is like, he's even popped up in some movies and other places. I think he was he even was in Destin Crossroads.
1: The, he was in the destined Crossroads, yeah. but, uh, but so he, was everybody. He, he, yeah,
2: he was a, he's a commercial Ultraman, and his color timer is asymmetrically located off to one side of his chest. And it's one of the only times that they've ever done that, because Ultraman is a very bilaterally symmetrical character. But it reminds me of something Guillermo del Toro likes to say, is when you're designing your character or your monster, don't make them symmetrical. So, you know, kind of throw things off. That's why a lot of his monsters have big hands and too many eyes on one side. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting that they're doing that with Ultraman, especially considering that a lot of the inspiration for Ultraman in the 60s was looking at classical sculpture and the perfect symmetry of sculpture of the human form. So it's cool to see that they're kind of branching out a little bit.
1: Yeah, I've I've always been a little bit curious. This is about the boldest I've ever seen them try to get with the color timer location—it's always got to be on the chest. I'm like, no one ever thought things to put it on like a belt buckle, on the head. Because Gridman has it on his well, head. Ultra
2: sevens is on uh, on his head.
1: That's yeah. true, but you know, th- they, they they keep it on the chest. I guess it's supposed to be—it's supposed to be like a heart. Yeah, so, they're they're keeping it close uh, to the I chest. Guess. Yeah, keeping it close <laughs> to the chest. I I don't know. I've just always I was like. Well, for one thing, I don't think there's... Has there ever been an Ultra with a belt? I don't even think there's been an Ultra with a belt. I've yeah. always thought it would be cool to have an Ultra with a belt. There have and been maybe ult- the color timer's on the belt. There have
2: been Ultras with wristbands and Ultras with leg Bracelets. shackles and Ultras with, uh, you know, arm weapons that can expand. Max has the Max brace and Mebius has a brace on his arm. But I don't think
1: I've...
2: Maybe there is a belt and I'm just not thinking of it off yeah. the top of my head. It would
1: also be kind of interesting to see an Ultra with actual boots. We've seen ones that have actual gloves. Why not actual boots? They've done outlines, like the OG Ultraman has outlines of traditional superhero boots.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, the scary the thing
2: is, is uh, once you have actual boots, you have to have actual feet, and the implication that those boots come off. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) you know, what where does Ultraman hang up his boots? You know, I don't know. uh, Do we want to know? Is the real question?
1: I don't know, but you know, like I said, it's a pretty solid start. I'm going to keep watching, but I'm a sucker for these things. I just, mm. I knew a couple of years ago when Mill Creek was releasing these things. I'm like, okay, I want to get into these Toku Hero franchises, but I only have so much time left in my life. So I'm going to pick one and go nuts because I know how I am, and I'll dabble in the others. So I picked Ultraman, and then this Knucklehead showed up and said, You want to do a Power Ranger podcast <laughs> with this? So I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to add another. <laughs> uh, well,.
0: Let's just say, well, okay. So there are worse, there are worse Henshin shows you can pick up on like Common (laughs) Rider.
1: Travis is going to kill you in, in your sleep. He knows. (laughs) knows.
0: I know it's fine. If I'm going to die, I'm going to die with Travis hovering over me with a pillow, wanting to smother me, (laughs) just (laughs) muttering under his breath. Say something nice about Common Rider. Say engine right now. <laughs> Say you love jugglers, Juggler. <laughs> oh
2: jeez, they Nate and his his jugglers juggler obsession. I mean, he is pre- he is pretty great though. We have to admit, he's pretty cool.
0: But I watched I watched the first episode of Decker. I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed Decker, the debut of Decker, more than I enjoyed the debut of Trigger. But I
1: will say... The, Other <laughs> than the random mud wrestling? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, mean, uh, yeah. I, I think that was Michael's favorite part. Trigger had mud wrestling. That
0: was my favorite part. Not gonna lie. <laughs> um, I will say that Trigger had a better theme song than Decker. Dude, the Trigger um, theme.
1: Whoosh. That was, that was the,
0: rocking. The tr- but no But no recent show can top Ultraman Z's theme song, because that thing will just that
1: that is the the z thing the more i hear it the more i realize how much of a banger it is that thing that thing will rock your off
0: that's for sure
1: (laughs) and color timed
2: (laughs) what what did what gets cut off the audience will never know you'll have to use your you'll have to use your imagination but don't use your imagination that much uh like don't don't go too
0: Nate, it's a good thing it's a good thing nate is is editing this episode and i don't have to that is true Hmm.
2: That is true. I'm just happy that we're making it kind of difficult for him. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's very
1: satisfying.
0: When's this episode going out? Uh, tomorrow? Is that
1: what you <laughs> uh, I was going to try for tomorrow, but probably Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Nate. We're sorry, Nate. We're... Well, it's also gone longer than I expected, too. So. Well, that's what she said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well played.
1: Yep. All right, you know what? As much as I've enjoyed this Ultraman-Decker discussion, you guys have been completely derailing things. This is why editing exists, people. We're just glad (laughs) we don't have to do it. Yep. Yeah, you're welcome. That's the
0: whole reason why I come on podcasts with you that are not my show, Marchand, is so I can derail you because you have to edit. Uh,
1: Yes, yes, quite. (laughs) And then I just make things a little tougher for you on the power trip. Yes, quite.
2: Mm-mm. And then I just anyway, listen to the power before... trip. Got... Like, that's all I do. I just listen. I'm, I'm a, I'm a I'm yeah, an observer.
1: Yeah, you just listen to everything. We We're know sorry how tra- you work. We
0: are, this is Travis's baby, and we are not taking care of it.
1: Apparently not. No. We are not. Anyway, let's do the shameless self-promotion so that we can land this. Well, not not land the train wreck. <laughs> so we can pull the train wreck into the station. Your
2: metaphor is crumbling. Marchand. i know i already did my shameless plugs at the beginning of the show like I, I think i'm i mean you know okay if you if if what i said at the beginning of the show about the godzilla novelization project sounds super uber neat uh you can check it out at godzilla novelization you can follow me on twitter at danzilla 93 underscore gnp You can follow the project on facebook you can email me at godzillanovelizationproject.gmail.com yes it's long i'm sorry and if you really like what you see check me out on patreon i host a patreon exclusive show for only one dollar a month and if you support for up to ten i'll put your name in one of the books as a character in the story you might shoot a big gun you might get stepped on you might get obliterated by an atomic ray who knows who knows? you
0: might be one of the heterogogo dancers you who might knows? be a heterogogo dancer
1: <laughs> listen i i want someone to request being a heterogogo dancer i'm
2: i will i would love to do that for someone so yeah if you think that's that sounds like your jam then check it out and chat with me i'm always excited to chat with people who love their giant monsters and ultraman you know, I obviously I can talk about Ultraman and talk and talk and talk about Ultraman. So yeah, yeah, that's me. Uh, you can also find my academic writing at Kaiju Ramen Media and in Kaiju Ramen Magazine. And I've I've written for G Fan. I've written for um, a couple of other places. I've written for some some places online. And I'm I mean I've I've been on. A lot of podcasts. I've been interviewed on podcasts. I've done crazy voice stuff on podcasts. There's I mean if you listen to Nate's show, there's like yes, a Donnie. There's like a nine in ten chance you'll hear my voice as a character on Nate's
1: show.
0: Like it's Oh it's, yes. It's yes. very enlightening. Yes, yes.
1: I you do have, so uh, love uh, dark, you uh, Donnie, you have an imposter. You might want to do something. <laughs> that can well, be listen,
0: Martin, you need to keep your cotton picking mouth shut. Oh, there he is. That can be only. And then the other
1: the other half of the cast is played by Michael. That's
0: right, of course. Yes, (laughs) it is. And speaking of Michael, the best (laughs) co-host, you can obviously you probably heard at the top of this show that this is a Kaiju Ramen Podcast Network production. Uh so if you want to learn more about Kaiju Rama magazine just like Danny said go over to kaijuramamedia.com you're going to find all that kaiju and tokusatsu goodness we we're a little bit behind on issue 6 unfortunately I've been in charge of yeah, that yeah
1: cuz someone hasn't edited his article yet yes
0: i know nathan Well, someone's Don't also remind. been very sick also someone's also been hey, very sick true. and someone also has a big boy job so no. anyway Yes, we are a little bit behind on on issue number six. We promise we will get that out as soon as possible. You can also find my illustrious voice on the Power Trip podcast, A Journey Through the Power Rangers franchise with my good friend, Mr. Marchand here, which is also a Kaijorama Media production. So if you're probably hearing this, you already probably know about the Power Trip. So go check that show out if you like Power Rangers specific mm-hmm. discussions, which why not? Outside of that, I'm just an all-around awesome fella with lots to say about henshin heroes and 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 giant kaiju's because and, I love I love them and they love me back.
1: They don't love your wallet and toys. They and don't toys. love my
0: wallet. Yeah, and, yeah. And toys. They have yes, your no, wallet. No, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. No, they love his wallet because they eat his wallet. Yes,
0: I I invest all. I have invested a lot of money into adult toys this year.
1: Yes. Uh, yes, quite. Uh-huh. we're going to move mm-hmm. on from that. now what, i will say <laughs> this one of the best parts of the power trip is listening as michael gains iq points v- through osmosis by having me on are it's we sure hilarious. that's
0: not the other way
2: around who had nate toots his own horn on their bingo card That's
0: that.
1: that Hey, hey! Have you forgot that his nickname on the show now is Ego Ranger? That
0: you're slowly (laughs) draining me of my of my intelligence,
1: children. Please, please, you're both. I'm a brain vampire. Apparently, yes.
0: Don't (laughs) fight, children. Don't fight. Do I have? Do
2: not make me turn this podcast around. I'm I'm sorry, Daddy. (laughs) Uh,
1: Michael is calling Danny Daddy. I'm a little scared. Anyway, thank you for listening to The Henshin Men, a Tokusatsu Appreciation Podcast. You can find links to all of our social media in the description of this episode, this train wreck of an episode. You can listen to more of me. Oh, I'm not me. What am I talking about? That's Travis on Kaiju Weekly. And it's scripted, people. I'm sorry. And listen to more of me, Nathan, on the Monster Anthology and, as Michael mentioned, the power trip. If you found some enjoyment from this podcast, consider giving us a five-star rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, really, Spotify, and Podchaser. And until next time, what are we going to say, fellas?
0: We're going to say help control the giant ultra population and be cool and wrap your beta capsule. Thoroughly. Thoroughly. Yes, quite.
1: (laughs) That was funnier in rehearsal. (laughs)
0: This podcast
1: is part of the Kaiju Ramen Podcasting Network and is copyright 2022 Kaiju Ramen Media LLC.